Welcome to episode 102 of Report This Post, the podcast about bad posts and bad people. My name is Geiger, and that is Christian. Salute! And we are your hosts with the posts. Every week, Christian and I select a different topic and then find horrible posts for your listening pleasure. And this week's topic is wine. The... The grape of choice, the fer- the fermented fruit. That's right. The the beverage for the sophisticated crowd, isn't that correct? <laughs> Depends on what shelf you buy it from in the liquor store, I think. But yeah, sure. You know what? Like, uh, it took me a long time before I I, I uh, appreciated wine. I don't know what your history with wine is, but uh, <laughs> well, we'll go, okay, we'll go into it. In the, okay. One of the posts especially speaks about. Oh, okay. With it. But uh, for me, so you know, as as uh, you and most of our listeners are aware, is I was I was a big craft beer guy, right? Sure. And uh, in fact, I didn't even drink at all until I got into craft beer. So I went straight from never drinking to <laughs> spending way too much money on dumb IPAs and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, so seven point eight or something. Yeah, right. Absolutely. So totally skipped the whole wine thing until. Uh, f- Fairly recently with my wife, we would uh, pick up bottles of stuff at the store and uh, discovered that, uh, you know, wine's actually pretty fucking good. It is. It can uh, be. It it, it can be. Yeah. But (laughs) you don't even have to go too far into the the shelf to actually find something good. And, by the way, uh, if you hate yourself, you can enjoy all of it. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. doesn't really matter what you got just put it inside my gullet and let it uh, tickle my my insides until i'm happy so so you're saying for christmas i just need to get you one of those uh wine glasses that holds one entire bottle of wine those are uh like you can just ga- call like the gag just just give me a bottle of wine and that'll and be funnel. the vessel for where don't e- don't even need it i'll i'll just puncture a hole in the side of the bottle with my with my with my tooth like a shotgun the bottle i'm currently drinking a uh, a uh, california roots uh red uh mixed thing right now okay hold on let's okay california roots you say i believe that's what it's called my uh my my lovely bride she went to um this local shop uh I don't know, it's not it's uh it's called Tar- target i'm seeing Here, it right over here's <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I call it Target. Okay. <laughs> and um, <laughs> in case you, <laughs> so I I go to Target and uh, she got a a red blend, and uh, it's from I believe 2017, maybe 2018 or 2019 <laughs> or 2020. None of my business. And uh, brought it home, threw it in the fridge, whipped it out, cracked it open, poured a pint. Pint? That wasn't the word I said, but yeah, that's pretty much what I'm drinking right now. <laughs> and, uh, pint it's, of wine. <laughs> uh, P.O. Dubs, and it's doing, it's doing good right now, and I actually really enjoy it. Now, 
I am no uh, sommelier of mm-hmm. wine, you could say. Uh, and I, I find it to be quite pleasant. But... <laughs> the first review here on Target's website says, Stellar for $5, five stars. <laughs> I mean, what more do you want, folks? <laughs> hey, you know... Uh, you can it's pay job done. out of the ass for wine. Uh, have you ever been to Burns here in Tampa? Oh yeah. So there's a uh, for those who don't know, there's a, a a steak joint here in Tampa called Burns Steakhouse, and they are, I believe, they have the largest private wine cellar in the world. Mm-hmm. If I'm not if I'm not wrong, so uh, they have wines from all over the world from all over time. And uh, I remember I went there once, and uh, we got a wine from like, from like the late eighteen hundreds or something like that, and uh, it tasted uh, it tasted like dog shit to be honest with you. But it was still it was cool to have a wine that was uh, several hundred years old. I don't know if you have <laughs> what experience you have there at Burns. No, no, the I I like their uh, dessert room. Uh, I think that's the best part of the whole. Yeah, they they have a whole there. bunch of desserts. They have classic. I got a baked Alaska there, and it was uh, one of the worst things I ever had in my life because <laughs> it's some of those the des- wine. <laughs> some of those desserts from the seventies were just they're not they're atrocious. They're, yeah, that's yeah. They're really <laughs> okay, we shouldn't be talking about burns, and that's a dessert room right now. So anyway, we're talking about wines. Anyway, so we know our experience now, and we know there's a lot of. Uh, uh, assholes about wine, and uh, from what I understand, Christian, you you found some posts from uh, about wine on the internet. Uh, yep, I sure did. I was Wonderful. tasked with doing so. Yep. Maybe we can yep. maybe we can read some of those. <laughs> okay, great. So someone posted on our wine that drinking red wine was making them feel ill, and they wondered if anyone had a suggestion on what they could do about it. Hmm. And user Bourbon for Breakfast, the number four. Mm suggested try taking an antihistamine an hour or so before you drink red wines have a significantly higher amount of histamines than whites due to contact with skins and stems during fermentation mm. pretty pretty scientific answer there very Rukrist replied i'm not a pharmacist but combining benadryl and alcohol or any sedating sounds like a bad idea and then they linked out to an article about someone having a severe reaction to doing just that and dying uh, mm-hmm. User FDDFGS added, people die from mixing antihistamines with alcohol. Not good advice to be handing out on the internet. To which Bourbon for Breakfast responded, it's a common solution, chief. No one's going to keel over and die after one glass. So just... <laughs> totally <laughs> agreeing with Bourbon for Breakfast here. You know what? It's uh, live and let live is what he's saying. B for B. Just, just, just taking look. a speedball of different... <laughs> Allergy medications and sure, washing it down with five milliliters of your finest five dollar Cabernet. I, I like that this. This is this guy's suggestion. Every time you drink, just yeah, have just an antihistamine. Take, yeah. It's one thing to be like every once in a while, you know, get, mellow it out just a little bit. Ugh. And I guess it makes sense for a guy who does that and then wakes up and then has bourbon for breakfast. It's a <laughs> pretty logical sort of sequence of events. So that guy is a. Uh, He's 31, and uh, in 18 months, he'll be extremely dead, is what <laughs> we can expect from liver, that guy. Just black, yeah. black yeah. charcoal. Liver the size yeah. of a Winnebago. Just <laughs> going to pop on that poor guy. 
So a, a young lady went to Reddit to ask this. Am I the asshole for sleeping in my roommate's bed for a week after my boyfriend puked red wine all over mine? <laughs> my roommate and I don't know each other that well. We have mutual friends who both knew we needed roommates at the beginning of the year, so they set us up. At the beginning of last week, my roommate told me she was going to go back to her hometown because her dad was sick and she wanted to be with her family. I said, okay, see you when you're back, the usual. That night, I invited my boyfriend over and we ended up getting a bit drunk, which resulted in him puking red wine all over my bed. It was like 3 a.m. at this point, and I was tipsy, so I dragged him over to my roommate's bed and we both fell asleep. The next morning, my boyfriend went home, but I was hungover and didn't want to wash my sheets yet, so I just stayed in my roommate's bed. I ended up sleeping and staying in my roommate's bed for the rest of the week. (laughs) She came back to the apartment on Monday whilst I was out shopping, and I came back to her questioning as to why there was a phone charger on her bed. I told her that I'd been sleeping in her bed because of the red wine puke, expecting her to find it amusing. But she was absolutely disgusted and called me a slob because I didn't wash my sheets. She then demanded I change her sheets because my boyfriend and I had both slept in them. She's now saying that I crossed the line and that she's going to start looking for a new roommate. Am I the asshole? Mm, mm. And uh, everyone in that suburb uh, called her an asshole. Yep. 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 So she just, uh, (laughs) for a whole week, just let the... Red wine vomit Puke covered bed just <laughs> hang out in the other room, I guess. All right. Just like just shut turn the light off, shut the door. Like I'm just you know, I just don't have the mental energy to deal with this right now, so I'm just gonna That is uh now I never had a roommate in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh but at, I'm gonna say at that age that she was in, I would do the same thing if I did. <laughs> the idea of just like just, if I just close the door, it's not it's happening. No longer it my problem. Exist. Yeah, not my problem. Can't see it. Oh, yeah. it's it's like uh, if you have like uh, a bill that you don't pay, <laughs> you're like, well, if I just I get the mail and I just throw it in the trash, it's like it's not it's not even there anymore. I never, it's, yeah, I never put eyes I never, on it. So I, it I never got it, so I, I don't have to pay it. It's oh, as simple man. as that. Yeah, a week. So good luck to uh, to them. Uh, I do like that she she like she's like confused. Like what? what? My what? roommate doesn't like that I <laughs> slept in her in bed, bed for a week. And, what? Uh, and I'm I have to wash the sheets. What the hell's going on here? <laughs> she just comes back and this girl. All her stuff is in her room. Like yeah, I'm just <laughs> let's just, we just we traded rooms while you were gone. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, a single white female sort of situation. Yeah, yeah, wearing that's right. her clothes yeah. and all that. <laughs> yeah, same haircut. Yep, mm-hmm. exactly. Oh, very good. So, uh, cats, good wine. <laughs> You're over there groaning. No, no, I just, I, I, I just cracked my neck and I got a real good snap in there. Oof. You ever so, just have one of those? Uh, you ever crack your neck? I don't know. It need to be a neck cracker. No, I don't do it. I don't do it. Uh, Katz Bibby posted in Crippling Alcoholism on Reddit, made the switch to wine. Shit's so much smoother. Mm-hmm. I was doing whiskey every night and I felt like I was dying. Threw up every day at work. Felt like I would pass out at any moment. Now I eat and haven't puked in a week. 
It's a bit more expensive, but I still get just as drunk. The day after is way more tolerable. I still shake like a leaf some days, but I can deal with that. I, I down one of those 1.5 liter barefoot bottles every night, and it gets me to where I want. The only part I can complain about that it, it isn't as immediately rewarding as whiskey. Takes a while to get enough down. Still way faster than beer, though. Also, no chaser ice required, so I can post up at my desk and drink all night. Got this little pyramid of corks I'm building, too. Wonderful. Janie Doe 03 replied, after quote-unquote quitting rum, I used to kill almost an entire bottle of the four-liter Carlo Rossi dark wine per day. Within six months, my liver felt like absolute shit. In my personal opinion, wine is hard on the liver. I'm no expert or scientist, but that was my experience. Also, my grandpa drank only wine his entire life and died of cirrhosis. I Mm. stay away from that stuff now. Man, I miss the wine drunk, though. Mm. In in their uh, personal professional opinion, uh, four liters of (laughs) wine per day might have some sort of impact on the liver. (laughs) It's a little, little, yeah. Good God. Oh, those those jugs are they look great, don't they? They're cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're very Get a nice candle. You put the candle on the top, it's empty, you put the candle on the top, you got the wax gone all down the side, it's oh. great. Yeah, that sound that sounds really good. So uh Janie Doe, I'm assuming that this person is off off the booze? It sounds like they're um, just I don't know. Why would you be on there if you were not on the booze? Is my question. Just hanging maybe, out with like, hey. maybe that's their way of being a part uh, of it without actually, actually you know, imbibing. Imbibing. You know? That's you know, that's an interesting thought. I hadn't thought of that one. Yeah, hmm. it's one of many interesting thoughts that I've had uh, ever <laughs> while drinking an entire, entire four liter of <laughs> Carlo Rossi. <laughs> now, uh, speaking of uh, ladies with. Uh, potentially uh, serious problems with this stuff. I found uh, this post from our relationship advice. Partner poured soap into my wine bottle to make me sick. Cool. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, My fiancé hates when I drink. He calls me an alcoholic because sometimes I drink wine, sometimes four to five glasses of wine throughout an entire day. I hate that he tries to control me in my drinking, and so sometimes I have a glass or two of wine when he leaves. I have left a bottle of wine on the counter, and he left today, and I went to pour a glass of wine. It tasted bad, and I realized he poured soap in it. I had terrible diarrhea the other day, and now I'm realizing why. What do you say about this? I am so mad, and I hope I don't get sick again from the two sips I took out of the glass. Uh, There was no comments, but she decided to edit with an update here. It did not go bad. (laughs) <laughs> then, how about this? He was adamant that we had to go to dinner with his son and her girlfriend. I faked and said I was not feeling well. He said, what? He typically accused me of drinking while he went to work out, which is what he did. He said, what is the problem? I said, I have pains in my stomach and diarrhea all of a sudden. I recorded this. He said, so you were trying to avoid going to dinner with my son? Oh, I God. said, no. <laughs> it's so strange. I feel so sick all of a sudden. He said, as I was recording, well, what did you drink? I said, what? Why would you ask that? He said, I don't know. Did you drink something strange? I said, no. (laughs) I just all of a sudden don't feel well. He said, hmm. So I said, you know, I think I should message my doctor and see if I should go in. I've been sick twice now in two weeks and it comes on suddenly. He made me go through the dinner and I just sat there. He texted me and said, I need to talk more. Then as soon as we came home, 
I set up my camera on my phone and said I had to go to the bathroom. It was wide, but it shows him racing to the wine and dumping it down the drain fast. <laughs> he keeps asking why I need to go to the doctor and said he would like to go with me if I go. So now what do you think? And uh, user Gomer Pyle MD responded, <laughs> "I like wine, so <laughs> pretty good." All right. So uh, this lady's saying that she drinks four to five glasses of wine throughout an entire day. Like, sure, so is that, we know what that's that just means. Every, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> every every day. Yeah, just drink. It means drinking all day, folks. That's what. That's what. Based on that. based on that post and the uh, inconsistencies with logic between each sentence, between each word, <laughs> we can safely I, assume she's had a few more than you know four you, to five glasses. You got to think. You know, this to me it seems like a completely healthy relationship of gaslighting and mild poisoning. Yeah. So yeah, this you know is what? The, this I is the way wish to have the best. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, my my fiance thinks I drink too much, which I don't think I do. Except he's trying to kill me <laughs> based on how much I'm drinking. So, I so don't know. I've secretly been recording him to try to catch him. Yeah. In that. Oh tra- man. Yeah, I'm trying to catch him trying to kill me doing something that's I'm totally fine doing, not a big deal at all. Yeah. So they're fine. It seems she said it did not go bad. That was her edit. <laughs> Even after describing an incident that sounded like it was bad, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You know, different different folks. Hey, yeah. Hey, how much wine she, she have at dinner? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, so. four to five glasses per uh, interaction with anybody would be my assumption. You know. <laughs> yeah. So multiply it by three people, and there you go. Okay. It's always a bad sign when it's like my fiance thinks I drink way too much, and I don't think I do at all. Uh, and then fast forward 30 minutes. So I've been drinking for the last <laughs> half hour nonstop, and I recorded my boyfriend uh, trying to poison me. I, I don't know if – I don't know if I – I'm still not sure if I drink too much. I don't know. <laughs> not quite there am yet. I, am I the bad guy? Yeah. Oh, so I'm the yeah, – okay. Oh, yeah. no, okay. I'm the bad guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, on a, a very similar note to that, this was posted to Cora. My girlfriend drinks at least two bottles of red wine every night, sometimes mm. two and a half bottles in the space of three hours. What's the damage? And a lady named Pamela Master answered, It's far too much to be drinking. Even one bottle will have negative consequences. The damage could include weight gain, laziness, no money for anything other than drink, fatty liver, depression, mood swings, mood swings forgetfulness, nutrition deficiency, stomach problems, bad breath, increased risk of cancer, weak immune system, poor decisions, accidents, alcoholism, seizures, delirium, tremens, poverty. If she can't stop, then it might be mm. best for you to leave her. And uh, I find yeah. it interesting that Pamela listed alcoholism as one of the damages in her little list there, uh, seemingly overlooking the fact that that's yeah. probably the cause of the problem itself. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah that the whole list is, uh, I, I kind of feel like the uh, the obvious stuff with, with uh, <laughs> I, I feel like he may have wanted a little bit more than that, but, uh, but yeah, um, alcoholism <laughs> as, a, as a cause for that. 
<laughs> no money for anything other than drink. Just the classic, uh, the classic hobo with a nothing but a one coin in his pocket and his toe sticking out of his shoe, just begging for a bottle of wine. That's great. That's that sounds like the perfect fucking life. <laughs> You need the you need the top the top hat with the <sighs> the top of it punched out. I yeah. wish. So a guy went to our conspiracy to share some helpful tips on fasting of all things, saying it's an anti aging mechanism, promotes cell repairing, great for weight loss, etc. Uh perhaps uh, the coral guy's girlfriend might <laughs> sure. have could sure. do with him with that. <laughs> uh but a guy named uh username is a Putin loves cats responded Alcohol, when used properly, will give you the same effect. Mm. You just need to be in the right mindset. For example, I'm the equivalent of roughly eight bottles of wine in right now. <laughs> I've tripped harder on pure alcohol than any weed or hallucinogen. That shit makes me paranoid. Different strokes for different blokes. We are not the same, and my Slavic blood comes into the picture. <laughs> Experiment with all. Do not damn one over the other. That is just my message. <laughs> So, this guy fucking rocks. So, uh, looked a little bit more into his history, and I found that he's a moderator of five subforums on Reddit, which I find to be pretty fucking cool. And uh, here is here is a list of those uh, those uh, subreddits. Our alternative history. Okay. Okay. Uh, Our Tartaria, which is about (laughs) quote all topics Tartaria related, including but not limited to mud flood, Tesla. Antiquatech, free energy, conspiracies, hidden history, occulted information, alternate timelines, quantum and esoteric knowledge, and beyond. Boy, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, somehow Tartaria covers all that. Another one is our tragedy and hope. And the description for that is, Tragedy and Hope's purpose is to enable individuals to research and form groups of independent thinkers to solve humanity's most pressing problems. It's a lot, a lot on the shoulders of one subreddit, I gotta say. <laughs> uh, another one is uh, our conspiracy racy. Okay. There's no posts on that one or information of any kind. <laughs> Don't know Do what not that one's about. Know. He's just he's squatting on that one. I got. It. <laughs> and uh, finally, our JFK researcher, uh, which I would imagine is a subreddit dedicated to researching. The uh, this the quote unquote murder of a John F. Kennedy, <laughs> oh, okay, okay, president of the United States. And speaking of Christian, I don't know if you're aware of this, but the uh, we are doing a second anniversary episode of Report This Post. Were you aware of this That's one? Right. Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, yep. And uh, it is going to be a uh, an episode that uh, is going to be mostly on the patreon.com slash report this post. Uh, we are doing uh, what we did. What we did was we reached out to our patrons and they said, "Hey, throw us some topics for a second anniversary show. We're going to pick the top five and we're going to do a whole episode uh, just for those five topics. And we're going to release them uh, pretty much just for our patrons. And uh, one of the topics chosen was uh, JFK conspiracies. Yep." So we, we, we went ahead and found a whole bunch of posts about JFK plus many other topics. That episode will be released in, I believe, two weeks. Uh, will be released on the patreon.com slash report this post feed. 
and uh, you uh, you freeloaders will get a little bit of a teaser. But keep an eye out in two weeks when that that full episode comes out. Uh, just for our beautiful, well hung patrons, they're gonna have a great time with it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm also a patron of the show, so I, I pay for it. You know, I don't well, that's a, a fucking terrible idea. How <laughs> <laughs> the hell would you do that? Well, our, speaking our, of, our patrons shouldn't be paying for the show, let alone our hosts. Speaking of funky subreddits, uh, there's a whole subreddit devoted to making prison-style wine at home called R Prison Hooch. Yeah. And uh, user nobody special JRS asks. Do any of you just drink your hooch before it's done? I'm on like day five, maybe six, and it's still fermenting, but damn, I want a swig now. Nothing really to add. On my first mead, it's quit fermenting a couple days ago, but there was room in the jug, so I mixed some sugar and honey in a few ounces of water and dumped that in, and it's been fermenting like a champ, but like the title, I'm thirsty now. Mm -hmm. And uh, user Honk Moffo replied, (laughs) I drank some of mine when it was about a week old, and it wasn't great. My gut has kind of been rolling ever since. Still taking swigs here and there. It's two weeks old now and tastes much better. It's definitely hard to wait. Got a second batch going already. So, Geiger, you being in the beer industry, yeah. all, you know about brewing. Mm-hmm. And uh, what happens if you drink some sort of concoction that still has active yeast in it? Uh, Well, nothing, really, to be fair. <laughs> but uh, the real issue here is that we have guys who are cosplaying as prison hooch enthusiast but <laughs> here's the thing you're like impatient and i gotta say if you're someone who's actually in prison you got all the time in the world <laughs> you're you're not you're gonna make sure that shit is as good as it can be you're not gonna rush it because what else are you gonna do right yeah oh that's true yeah if, if you gotta want to wait for it to be the best hooch that it can be yeah yeah you're if right. you're like shitting in your pants because your toilet is full of booze that you're trying to make like <laughs> You're you're gonna make sure that shit is perfect before you start just drinking it and like to make like because three three or four day old hooch is gonna be like five percent alcohol. But by like day twelve it's gonna be eleven, twelve percent and then you're gonna be mm, you're gonna be you're gonna be enjoying that shit. And I would imagine, by the way, for a uh, a prison hooch enthusiast, there's probably no better like when you f- take that first six ounces of prison hooch down the <laughs> the gullet, it is probably the best feeling in the world. You know what I mean? Like you just you get that uh, just that <laughs> you you get that initial booze rush, and you are just you get the, you know when you just have that initial buzz when sure. it's been a while. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine when you're in prison and you get that? Oh my God, it's got to be amazing. And that's why I wish I was uh, <laughs> locked up. Okay, <laughs> just for the, just to just to enjoy that that moment, those that six seconds a year, it'd be so good. <laughs> well, three more months until I can feel anything ever again. So I'll just stick this back behind the toilet and. Be about my day, getting the shit absolutely kicked out of me. Ah, uh, so. 100%. Now, <laughs> speaking of our prison hooch, I found an active poster on there named Hooch Pakistan, a gentleman who is seeking desperately to make hooch in a country that has banned alcoholic beverages entirely. 
And uh, I found a, uh, here's a sampling of the threads that he created on our prison hooch. Is there any strain of yeast that can produce more methanol than ethanol? Mm. Is there any strain of yeast that can produce more methanol than ethanol? Is there any strain of yeast that can produce more methanol than ethanol? <laughs> okay, all right. And then this one, nobody replied, so I am posting again. Is there any strain of yeast that can produce more methanol than ethanol, or am I just paranoid? And then the next thread, nobody is helping me. And then this one, my dad found my hooch, dot, dot, yep. dot, dot, dot. And that was his last thread. So... Yeah. Because he was executed. R.I.P. Yeah, to uh, <laughs> user Hooch Pakistan. Who, uh... <laughs> sounds like a, sounds like a character from like fucking like a 1970s cop show, like Hooch Pakistan. <laughs> like yeah. what? You're not even gonna try to hide what's going on there, like. Like we like, you can't make hooch in Pakistan, right? That's you just can't do it. Feel free to just call yourself, you know, user Mike Evans one two three. <laughs> Why Tom are you Brady. drawing one hundred percent attention to what you're doing? Plus, obviously, he put his hooch on you know the top shelf in the fridge, you know. <laughs> yeah. Just, His dad's like, "What the fuck is this?" Right next to, right next to the goat, the big platter goat. He's like, "What the fuck is going on here?" The goat? Oh, so good. Yeah. That's oh, because right. these are, you know, you think people from Pakistan oh, are less than us. They just have simple villager food. They're just, they're like, yeah, little. They're not even like real humans. I get what you're saying. I understand. No, no, I get it. That's fine. Speaking of some real humans, I have one here uh-huh. for you. This post <laughs> is from adisc.org. The form for adult babies and diaper lovers. These are real humans, you're saying. That's these right. Yeah, okay. These are the real the real deal. Yeah. Uh, user <laughs> Mousy posted, when I wear diapers, I use alcohol. I have mm. a couple of beers or a bottle of wine and use my diaper. I also drink a glass of water for every glass of wine or beer. <laughs> 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 that's that's smart. You should, folks, listeners, you should do that. That does help. Uh-huh. I feel wobbly when I walk and have less bladder control. Is this a good idea? And uh, Lumi replied, I never drink alcohol. I don't want to, and I'm not allowed to because of my medications. Mm. I think a bottle of beer once a week is okay, but drinking till you're really drunk isn't good. It's unhealthy and dangerous, and you might become addicted. Coca-Cola is really good for making bladder achingly full really quickly. Sometimes I drink four to six liters of it when I'm diapered, and after one to two and a half hours, I do need to pee. I think it's a lot healthier than drinking lots of alcohol, and I stay sober and unable to remember the experience and enjoy it with full senses. Four to six liters of Coke? (laughs) For an achingly full bladder, yeah, I'd say so. (laughs) That's... God damn. How many calories is that? 25,000? That's crazy. Uh, Okay, first of all, great. Thanks for the diaper post. Uh, But uh, OP Mousy, uh, I've never seen someone say they use alcohol. (laughs) Like... I have seen people like I, say that. I, I no, microdosed I, alcohol. No, what this guy say? Your one post that you made one time, you posted like, 
I'm drinking it. I'm getting high off of drinking a beer, like question mark, like something. Did like I do that? that? Yeah, yeah, yeah possibly. <laughs> That was six accounts ago. Who knows at this point? <laughs> I'm, oh, it was, I'm drinking a beer and I feel like I'm high. Question mark. It, was, it was just so stupid. Like, uh, this good. Oh, okay. I, I guess my personal experience is stupid to you. All right. <laughs> okay. So, so we have a guy who uses alcohol and uh, pisses his pants, and then a guy who thinks that uh, uh, one bottle of beer maybe a week is fine. As he's uh, <laughs> sipping his sixth liter gobbling, of coke, gobbling down. good god, <laughs> just pure sugar, just ingesting like that's 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 worse than alcohol, I think. Right? Can we agree on that, folks? Oh, for sure. Oh yeah, four to uh, six liters of Coca Cola. Yeah. Were you ever a soda guy? I mean, I like diet soda, but I maybe maybe once a week. You're, yeah, you do your bottle of weed. Like, uh, yeah, that's right. I do, I do the opposite. I drink four yeah. to six liters of beer a night <laughs> and have one one soda a week, just to keep this, just to keep you know as as your jitters off. As you're t- you're finishing off your third box of wine, you're like, I want a twelve ounce of Coke, but I think that might be too unhealthy for me tonight. I don't know if I should do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I could be bad for once, I guess. <laughs> yeah, as you're a completely nude in the middle of your street. You don't know where you are. So a gentleman by the username of uh, Shankle Wolf went to Reddit to share a story. When I was born, my father bought me a case of Grange Hermitage wine, which is a pretty big deal if you're a wine person. I turned 41 this year, and over time the case has dwindled with weddings, birthdays, funerals, other momentous stuff that warrants cracking an expensive bottle of wine. I have one more left where it sits in one of those travel wine tube things. (laughs) So today is my seventh wedding anniversary. To celebrate, my lovely lady wife and I decided to open my garage and make a kid-free night of it. I pick up the wine tube thing, spin around... The metal end cap pops out, and out rockets a $500 bottle of 40-year-old wine right onto the tile floor. Mm-mm. So there's fuck-up number one. And you just got to shrug and say, what can you do, right? So I went and bought a $17 bottle from the local bottle shop, and we had wine and cheese and watched a movie, and it started looking like the sort of a evening in 10 years we'll look back and laugh about. Now, my wife has to go to work earlier than me, so she went to bed, and I sat up thinking as I do. It occurs to me, hey, smashed a $500 bottle of wine. What a great story for Reddit. Too bad I didn't get a photo of it smashed on the floor. That would have really sold it. But wait, thinks I. The shattered pieces of glass and the mopped-up wine is in a bucket by the front door. I could take a photo of that. That will be just as good. So here comes (laughs) fuck-up number two. My mobile phone does not take good pictures. I have tried and failed endless times trying to get anything other than a potato quality with my phone. So, to get a decent picture, I decided to use my lovely lady wife's iPad because it is a very nice camera. It's been a long time commonplace in our marriage that electronic devices can be shared. We both have, quote, our own, but we both know each other's pin numbers and stuff, and we'll often use each other's gear when appropriate. So I grabbed the iPad, put in the pin code, And right there in the center of the screen is this message. Oh, God, I need you here right now. I would lick you from your ass to your cunt for hours. (laughs) So, yeah. 
Uh, she's been having an affair with this guy for almost a year. Tonight was the first time I unlocked the iPad and she hadn't deleted their sexting session. Happy anniversary to me. God damn. <laughs> God damn. God damn. Mama Mia, holy shit. Uh... You gotta laugh, folks, right? <laughs> I mean, to be fair... <laughs> This is a guy referring to his uh, lovely lady wife. Like, you're you're kind of setting yourself. <laughs> I think it's because he's uh, he's oh he's being so he's, he's he's on his eleventh bottle of wine at this point. <laughs> Once he bought that first seventeen dollar bottle and he found those, he was like, "I'm gonna go back to the store and raid their cellar and uh, come back and finish Post it this off on the internet." <laughs> well, that's your first impulse, right? It's just uh, well, I have a ending the long-standing marriage that I've had for I'm just gonna I have to post about it first and foremost been there done that yeah so, speaking hey. of <laughs> and that is the end of this week's preview of episode 102 the wine episode thanks for listening everybody again if you want to if you hear the whole episode, go to patreon.com slash report this post. We have so many more posts regarding wine. And uh, this, this episode actually hit two hours long, if you can believe it. We did two hours of posts about wine. Uh, and that may have been uh, uh, partly because uh, uh, some or all of the members of the show were actually imbibing on wine. I am not one to say, but... It is very possible that that's what happened. Uh, but yeah, head over to patreon.com slash report this post. Five bucks a month you get uh, the full episode every week, plus an extra bonus episode as well. So you're really getting your money's worth. You're having a good time. Uh, most of our Patreon uh, fans love the show. We've had a couple people that really, really hate it because we offended them personally, and that's fine. Just don't be one of those people, and goodbye. <laughs>